Hey, it's Josephine. And it's Maya. And this is People Like Us. People Like Us. The podcast. Today we're doing like kind of like a monthly but also like all-time favorite things mm. of ours. Yeah. It's sort of like a way to get to know each other even though we kind of already know these things but like maybe for oh. you to get to know us. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say I'm pretty sure I know all these things about, about you. Yeah. But then I was like, are we getting to know the audience as well? I feel like it's the other way around. Do you have a favorite thing? Share, please. Share with us. Share with Tell us. us about it. But also, like, gives us a chance to kind of, like, um, like gush about the things that we love. Yes. And I really like, like, recommending stuff. Mm. And because then we all get to bond over mm. our favorite things. I just you know love I mean? gushing. Exactly. Gushing oh. is a good word. Can that be my monthly favorite word? Yeah. Gushing. Gushing. Oh. It's so cute. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, first up, let's talk about, let's talk about our favorite music. Okay. Do you want to go first? I feel like you're the music expert between oh, the two oh, of oh, us. I'm I'm not a music expert. I just I know what I like and I know what I don't like. But also, like you are a music teacher, so you can't really say that you're not an expert. You know what I mean? I know how to teach kids how to use glottal compression in singing. I don't even know what that is. So, do you want me to explain it really quickly? Yeah. Tip for you kids at home: normally, people will. Um, you know, this costs them $38 a half hour to learn this. So when you're singing, when you want to sing higher and louder, you actually sing from the back of your throat mm-hmm. and you have to engage your core and you have to breathe out all of the air while aiming the sound into the top bit, your soft palate in your mouth and then out. It's just, it's really hard. Please. Do I, you want to do a demonstration? No, because it is very quiet in here. Maybe another time I'll just do a... Learn how to sing with Maya episode. Oh my god, we should do that. Yeah. I can okay. teach you how to sing. Yes, please. Even though you can already sing. I like, sing for the lols. Okay, so my favorite my favorite songs and like my favorite artists at the moment, there are a couple. Um like a couple of my all time favorites though, like just the eighties. Oh, I freaking love the eighties. The eighties has such good music and yeah. it's so underrated. Everyone says it sounds like shit, but I'm like, you sound like shit. Oh. Me? The 80s are so good. Oh, my God. There was a trailer for um, Ready Player One yesterday, and it's, like, totally 80s-themed, and, like, the soundtrack was just a lot of 80s hits, and I was like, I didn't like this movie from the poster, but now I'm going to watch it. Oh, my gosh. The 80s is coming back in a big way. The 80s. Probably, like, my favourite 80s songs at the moment, or actually my favourite 80s artists of all time, The Mm -hmm. Cure. Oh, yeah. I've been obsessed with The Cure since I was a little kid. I was always obsessed with their song Close to Me, which, oof, I did not know <laughs> what that song was about as a child, but I was like, damn, I love the flute in this track. Go off, oh flute God. player. But I love that band so much that if I ever have a son, I'm going to call him Robert Smith after <laughs> the lead singer of that band. Like, that's how obsessed I am. But otherwise, I'm obsessed with, like, Come and Eileen at the moment and mm-hmm. Heaven Dixie's is a Place on Earth. Classics. Yeah, you know, all the good stuff that they were playing San Junipero. Is that how yeah, you say yeah. it? I think it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just really love the 80s. But otherwise, favorite bands at the moment, the Japanese House, of course. I've never heard this. Okay, 
It's actually just one girl, Amber Bain, and okay. she's from London. She's gay. She's nice. dating Marika Hackman, who's from the same level, but she does more folk and folk grungy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, she works with two of the guys from the 1975, and her songs are just... I don't know how to describe them. They just have this mood about them, and they're like personal reflections, but they're kind of cryptic at the same time. It's just really, really beautiful, mellow pop music, but it's like dream pop, and it's oh, just... Cool. Just check her out. She's really, really cool. I know the the name behind her band is so funny. So she stayed for a week with her family in Kate Winslet's summer home, the Japanese house. Oh, my God. That's and so cool. And while she was there, for the week she was there, she pretended to be a boy, and the girl next door fell in love with her and was writing her all these love poems mm-hmm. and, like, all of these notes and saying, like, oh, I'm in love with you and I have a massive crush on you. And at the end of the week... She said, oh, I'm actually a girl. My name is Amber. And the girl next door was just crushed. So oh. she named her band The Japanese House. Oh, my God. I wish I had, like, stories like that. That is but... intense. Yeah, right? Okay. Otherwise, my favorite bands at the moment are Hoops. You've no never... idea. Um, they're this band from America. I can't remember what city at the moment. But their album, Routines came out when we were going to Melbourne last year, like mm-hmm. around May, and I it was the only thing that I listened to for about four months. Nice. I was so obsessed with it. I really like that when you, like, discover a new person, like, yeah. that's all you can listen to. Yeah. Also obsessed with Joni Mitchell at the moment. Her song, A Case of You, mm-hmm. big mood. <laughs> I love it. Also love No Vacation. You don't... No. They're from L.A. or San Francisco, from, like, the California... Mm-hmm. Coast, they're this band, and again, it's just really, really smart indie pop music, just really, really, really beautiful music, and I love it. Also, love this band Courtship and their song Tell Me, even though it is really, really poppy. I let myself have a pop song to enjoy every now and again, so that way I remember. I just remember what happiness feels like sometimes. <laughs> but their song Tell Me is so cute, and it's just like, oh. It's so cute. And then also Ravina. Have you heard of Ravina? Nope. She is my favorite upcoming artist at the moment. I feel mm-hmm. like her career just really took off with New York Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. whole bunch of shows were playing her song Sweet Time, which is a really good song, and the music video is really, really pretty. But my favorite song of hers is If Only. Mm-hmm. She does this soul, like this soulful R&B bluesy kind of stuff. She's, um, oh, she lives in New York City. She's Indian American mm-hmm. and her voice is just, it's like butter. It's just, mm-hmm. but it's also like if Macy Gray had a baby with, I'm trying to think of who someone who has a really, really smooth voice is. And I can't think of anyone right now. She's kind of like a baby Macy Gray without too much of the rasp. She's nice. she's really 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 cool. I highly recommend her. We Get those seventies like, vibes. A playlist. Yeah, we should make like a yes. playlist for each of our favorites. Yeah. I don't know if anyone would listen, but I mean, I'd listen to yours. Do you want to talk about yours? Sure. I feel like mine have changed, but like, so obviously eighties as well. Yeah. Like, that's an obvious choice. It's pretty much all I listen to mm. besides, um, like some pop artists. Mostly because I'm just kind of mm. lazy to explore 
like and like go out and look for other people yeah I'm kind of just like whatever I hear or whatever someone shows me I'm like yeah well I mean like that's enough majority of the music I listen to that I didn't include in my thing is all the music that like my parents play like the cars Mm -hmm. and like all of their dream pop stuff as well that I really get into but like that's like of all time. We could have like an of all time playlist, and then oh, we should. It'd just yeah. be so much eighties music. Yeah, yeah. Because like the way that I do like my music favorites, like I'll make a playlist in Spotify like every month, mm. and like I'll just shuffle the shit out of it. Yes, I'm still in my January playlist, even though February is already like almost over. This is gonna be the February playlist. Exactly. February? There you go. February. 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 Whatever. February. How but, does? Oh. Sorry. How does Ryan Bagara say it? February. February. <laughs> Ryan Bagara does not enunciate enough. Um, but yeah. So like, choice of Arms new song. Yeah. My my, which we've repeated so many times. Um, Haley Kiyoko's Curious. Yes. Oh my so god. So good. I remember when she I released. Last year she released Sleepover. Sleepover is on so Mardi Gras. Good. I adore her. The day of Mardi Gras. And I'm sorry, but I can't stop watching like the dance videos that she keeps posting yes. for Curious. She's so Ugh. When did you first start listening to her? Like I remember listening to Girls Like Girls mm. like ages ago and then like she kinda like drops off my radar, but then when she released Curious, I was like, she back. Yeah. Um, like drag queen music, of course. Like, especially after Sharon, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot Battle Axe existed. Oh, my God. So I've been re-listening to that. Um, but, like, I think favorite drag queen music is, like, Alaska. Mm. She's the best. And, like, drag queens actually make really good music. Yeah. Especially RuPaul. Like, fuck me. And everyone, like, knows RuPaul songs, but they don't know it was by RuPaul. Yeah. And I find that so funny. Like, every time I play Supermodel, someone's like, it's that song from Lizzie McGuire. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember when you were playing that in the car, and I was just like, sitting there. I know this, but I don't know why I know this. And it's like, it's just everywhere. It's yeah. crazy. Um, I'm a sucker for a musical. Yes, you are. Like, so badly. Right now, what is it? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I had, like, a Barbra Streisand phase, like, Good a month you. ago. Yes. And I, like, got way back into, like, all the new albums she released since, like, 2012. And I'm sorry, but Encore, she does duets with, um, like, famous musical duets with um, movie actors who can sing. Yeah. So, like, Hugh Jackman's yeah. in there. You played me the Daisy Ridley and Anne Hathaway one. So Daisy so Ridley good. can sing. And, like, her voice is so freaking flawless. Yeah. It actually makes me angry. She actually did, um, do you know that song, uh, that anything you can do, I can do better? Yeah. She did that with Melissa McCarthy. <gasps> And they changed the lyrics, and it's like, it's really good. Oh and she can sing really well, too. I want to listen to that now. Chris Pine is on there as well. Yes. It's just a nice um, album, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, like, sometimes I'll listen to, like, rap. Like, I'm really liking um, the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, yeah. So freaking good. And, like, sorry, I just watched Black Panther, so I'm going to be talking about that a lot. But even, like, the music within the film is just brilliant. Mm. And I guess, like, sometimes, like, I the weirdest musical favorite of mine, I guess, is D'Antred, who's, like, a South African rap oh, rave yeah, duo. Yeah, 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 I know them. Yeah, they yeah. make really weird music, but, like, it's so good. <laughs> and, like, I really love their music videos. They get really creative with it. Cool. Do you want to move on to yes. movies and movies. film? Movies My and favorite films. section. Okay. I mean, 
I rekindled my Wes Anderson phase, even though he's problematic. That phase never dies, though. Like I he just makes, Oh, I'm so excited for Isle of Dogs. Yes, same. I'm and so, it's the year of the dog. Yeah. I'm freaking keen. I'm, yeah, I'm really, really pumped for it. But, yeah, Moonrise Kingdom and Fantastic Mr. Fox, they're two of my all-time favourite, mm-hmm. like, films. Like, watch them. They're great. But the thing is, now that I watch Wes Anderson films, when, when like, you see other films trying to pull off the same kind of shots as him, but yeah. they don't make it symmetrical. I can't <laughs> watch it. Last night I was watching Whiplash, right? Yeah. I. Um, it's not the same. There was this one shot where he was standing outside the music school and they could have just moved his cue over a little bit and it would have been a perfect shot. But no, he wasn't parallel with the line on the corner of the building and it ruined the film for me, kind <laughs> of. Also, you know, just the fact that if I really wanted to take singing extra seriously, I could go to a music school like that mm-hmm. and I could get slapped in the face and that oh kind God, of ruined for me. But Wes Anderson. Scares me. Love Wes Anderson. Love his colours. I really just want him to make a film, though, that's really gay and I'm also yeah. in it and you're in it. Mood. Yeah. Let's be in that film. Well, yeah. let's just make it and then, like, just try and emulate his style as much as possible. Yeah. Have you but ever, we'll like, actually, like pay attention to details yeah. like that have you ever googled how to dress like a wes anderson character no <laughs> you haven't no. oh that's what i do whenever i'm about to leave the house and i don't know what to wear and then i just wear just do a quick what check. i normally wear anyway right i wish that i had the wardrobe to pull or i wish i had the confidence to pull off a wes anderson look but i have like pinterest boards dedicated to like yeah. film characters that i want to emulate yes. yeah that's yes. like as far as it goes mm-hmm. um Picnic at Hanging Rock, I really got into, again, just recently. I just, again, that film is just so beautifully made. I've never seen it. <sighs> Please watch it. Is it on Netflix? It, it is on Netflix, but I also have it on DVD, and oh, I just nice. watch it on DVD because I'm... A I'm, purist. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I think I'm just worried that... I'll go and I'll turn on Netflix and I'll type it in and then it'll be titles related to it and I'll just be like... Get super distracted. like, wow, so I could have just gone to the, the DVD cupboard and pulled it out and put it on, but now I guess I have to watch Netflix. But I just really love it. If if you haven't watched Pinnick at Hanging Rock, it's, it's like quintessential Australian cinema. It's so beautifully made. Made in the 70s as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just... It feels like it's from another world. That film and The Virgin Suicides have a very similar tone. And The Virgin Suicides is one of my favourite films of all time. But I haven't watched it too many times. Mm-hmm. I can only watch it when I'm in a certain mood. Yeah. But, when, but like, just the memory of it just stays with you. Picnic at Hanging Rock is like that. It's just, it's just beautiful. And it's just... I just love it. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> also, First Girl I loved which I've talked about a couple of times before, just watch it. You have to buy it on iTunes, but um, you can also watch it on YouTube. They just cut out the audio when some of the songs are playing for copyright. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. The thing is, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, is it meant to cut out here? And I was like, but I thought there were all of these songs in it that I already knew. Like, I was already listening to the soundtrack before the film came out, and I didn't Mm -hmm. know that that was the soundtrack, so when... I looked up the soundtrack for it. I was, oh, they based this on me. (laughs) Wow, great. It is just a really beautiful film. It's an indie film 
shot in LA, Brianna Hildebrand, um, Dylan Galula, they're two girls in high school, um, and Dylan Galula's got a crush on Brianna Hildebrand, and she is in denial that she's gay, they both are, and it's kind of about, you know, that first love that you feel, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's just so beautiful, but it's so, like, tragic as well, and... It, it also brings up a really important conversation around consent. Okay. And it's just, it's it's a great film. A great film. <laughs> On a lighter note, Hot Rod. Freaking love Hot Rod. Oh, what a classic. It's so good. I haven't seen that in so long as well. But, like, I, I remember those scenes so vividly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know the ones. Oh, yeah. Like, all of it. <laughs> my sister, my sister's really, really obsessed with it. Well, she was over Christmas, and so we watched it a whole bunch during January, but... I just, I just forgot. I'd seen it one time before, but then the video shop near our house was closing down and they had a, like an 80% off sale and everything. And it was just sitting there. And I thought to myself, well, there's no harm in buying this DVD that I've seen once for $5. So I got it and I love it. I really, really want a stuntman jumpsuit really badly, but I know I'm Kevin. I know Mm -hmm. I'm his younger brother. We wear the same clothes. We both do karaoke in our rooms to our stuffed animals, like, you know. <laughs> Just for, like, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> and Denise, Isla Fisher is so good in it. Isla Fisher, I always forget she exists. I always confuse her with Amy Adams. Yeah. Just because they look so similar. Yeah, same. She's the Australian Amy Adams. Yeah. But she's better at comedy, I think. She's, yeah. she's married to Sasha Baron Cohen. So. I know. Oh, what a classic couple. They're so good. But also, like, Andy Samberg. Mm. I love when he does films as well. Yeah. Like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is classic. But, yeah. like, oh, my God. Um, They just put that recent... Popstar. Yeah, the I'm too scared movie. to watch it. I know. I feel like... I don't remember what the reception of it was when it came out. It, but it's, I really want to know. apparently very, very funny. But the box office for it wasn't that good, but... I feel like yeah, that's, that's expected. Pretty, yeah, if it was like hyped up and it was as advertised as you know any of the Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. movies that comes out, I actually hate Melissa McCarthy. Movies. Why? I don't know. I just can't stand them. Oh my God, I watched The Boss the other day, and I remember seeing it advertised a lot. And I feel like with those movies, like you know those B grade comedy films that have the massive budget and get all yeah. the really famous actors in, mm-hmm. they show the best bits during the ads. Yeah, that's why that's like what put me off from like watching like a lot of trailers. Yeah. I think the only good Melissa McCarthy movie that I actually enjoyed was Spy. Yeah, and Spy like was every good. other one I just can't stand. Like what's that one with Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock that is Spy. No, it's oh. hot and something. Oh hot I don't know. It's whether it's like hot a buddy cop suit. movie. It's probably that. I, I actually know. didn't mind that one. That one was like that one was cute. I like the one where she is um, with Jason Bateman and she's the identity. Is that like the road trip one? Sort of. Kind of. She steals his identity because mm-hmm. his name is Sandy. I just remember like they were in the car and it then was... she keeps singing along to the radio. It's actually really, really funny. I actually really like that movie. But I never saw the ads for that one. And I feel like that came out just as she was starting to get popular in the mainstream. Yeah. And, like just after yeah. Bridesmaids. Yeah. It, like, yeah, Melissa McCarthy's good, but Hot Rod is great. Just, it's great. <laughs> it's like if Melissa McCarthy, if a Melissa McCarthy film had a baby with Brooklyn Nine-Nine that had a baby with Napoleon Dynamite. Pretty much. It's, it's a terrific. Good s- description. Thank you. Um, also, Nine to Five. 
I, I haven't seen that. I watched it the oh other day. God. Um, I don't like how in every single thing with Lily Tomlin in it, why am I her? <laughs> why? Because I'm pretty sure they're based off just like her regular personality. She is so good in that movie, but so is Jane Fonda and so is Dolly Parton. And I feel like you're still a Jane Fonda. I'm still, yeah. In that film. And I can like, see Like I'm us. Jane Fonda in Monster-in-Law. That's like, that's as far as it gets. That. It's a pretty bad movie, mm, but I still I want to see it if she's in it. But their friendship is just so pure and sweet, and I feel like they perfectly encapsulated the office environment. And I can like if I ever worked in an office, I can see me doing that. Yeah, just watch it. It's great. I will. Lily Tomlin is me in that movie. I love them so much. Just please watch it. Did you see RuPaul's going to be on season five of Grace <gasps> and Frankie? Are you serious? Yeah, they like already started filming it. <laughs> God, okay. so excited! Yeah, they just started filming it. I yeah. saw that. Also, Kimmy Schmidt comes out really soon as well. Really, in May. I'm like so. that's not that soon. Well, we still got like enough. three months. Soon enough. Do you want to talk about your favorite films? Yeah, let's do this. Oh my god, I used to hate when people ask me like what my favorite films were because yeah. like you know when someone asks you and then like immediately you forget every film that you've ever oh, seen yeah. or like you can only think of like the shitty ones and you're like I swear this isn't my real taste. <laughs> um, but I remember like back in like early high school, I made like a definitive list of my top 10 and I would not change them forever. Yeah. I remember you telling me about this list when I first talked to you. Yeah, ever. it was stressful, but they've changed a bit because I've added a couple ones that I thought nice. like were subpar, but I rewatched and I was like, this is the best poetic ever. cinema, poetic cinema. <laughs> so my number one is like, has always been Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I did change it to La La Land right after I saw it oh. because I was like, I'm in love with everything about this. Mm. But like, I know for sure that it's Pulp Fiction. Like, I've seen that film so many times, it's unbelievable. And it's, like, three hours long. It's, like, the only three-hour movie that I will, like, sit and watch, like, any time that it's on. Yeah. Um, It's just quality, you know? Yeah. I've never seen it. It's so good. Mm. It, like, it has everything you'll ever need. It has, like, badass female characters, so much violence and blood. It's great. Um... Bruce Willis, just being Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is in it? Yeah. How have I not seen this? Oh, Die Hard on my list. Sorry. I don't know why I skipped <laughs> over Die Hard. my favorite Christmas movie. Die Hard is my favorite film of all time. I, I don't think. blame you. Yeah. But yeah, Bruce Willis is in it. Um, fucking John Travolta at his peak. Mm. Like, besides Grease, the only John Travolta and movie I'll watch. I don't watch it for John Travolta, but then it's sure. What do you watch it for? Watch it for Zac Efron. Are you Thank kidding? God. Yeah, true, true, true. Or um, Seaweed. Yeah, seaweed. He has the yes. best voice ever. And Alison Janey. Yeah. She's so good. And, okay, Pulp Fiction, like, the first film that I watched with, like, the um, non-linear storytelling. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just so well done. Yeah. Honestly, Tarantino's best film. Um, La La Land, which yes. I mentioned. Yes, yes, we yes. can both agree that that was a great film. Yeah. That's, I feel like it low-key, it changed me, but it, I just dyed my hair red. <laughs> And I had red hair for ages because of Emma Stone in that film. Yeah. But it made me buy a whole bunch of dresses that I never wore. And I just love it so much. It's so good. And it's just, it just like made me so happy. Ryan Gosling's really, really good in it as well. He is, I hate that he's a triple threat. I'm like, can you be any less perfect? Please? I wish I was Ryan Gosling. It's so killing much. me. Um, okay. This one was like a recent edition mm. when I rewatched Brokeback Mountain. And I was like, Oh fuck, I love this movie. I will die for it. <laughs> Never seen it. 
It's so good. Like, I didn't even know what to expect. I was like, all right, cowboys on a mountain, let's go. But it was so emotional. Like, I cried so many times. And, like, you'll feel for both characters. I think I've already talked about this on the podcast, but... Yeah, we have in the Oscars episode, I think. So good. Watch it. I will. Um, Goodfellas, another film that I've seen, like, a thousand times. Mm. Also three hours long, but also worth it. Mm. It's just, like... It's one of those movies that spans over, like, a, char- a character's whole lifetime. Yeah. And it's, like, so exciting but also so depressing by yeah. the end. And, like, I I did it for part of my extension too. Oh, yeah. So I rewatched it so many times. Mm. I could probably, like, recite <laughs> half of it. But it's also really well done. Like, dialogue yeah. is just stellar. Nice. I put Grand Budapest just because it's, like, Grand Budapest is my so good. aesthetic cinematic goals, yeah. to be honest. yeah. Like, nothing will ever get more beautiful than Grand Budapest. That's true. It's All just... Like little sets and just... Yeah. It's and just, just the hotel itself, like, the interiors. Yeah, the attention to detail in that film yeah. is superb. I just want to make the mood boards for Wes Anderson films. Yes. It'd be amazing. The casting is great as well. I had no yeah. The guy who plays Zero is in Spider-Man Homecoming. He plays No Flash. way. Yeah. I didn't even realize. He's Flash. That's why when, like, I was in the cinema watching Spider-Man Homecoming and he was like, Penis Parker. And I was like, (laughs) Sarah. I was like, where's Saoirse Ronan? Oh, my God. You know who I also love in Grand Budapest? Who's underrated? Um, Mm. Edward Norton. Yes. As the police commissioner, Mm. dude. Such a good actor. He's really, really good in the Wes Anderson films. Yeah. In, um, what is it called? I just talked about it was on my list. It is called Moonrise. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. He's so good as a scout leader. And then also just Jason Schwartzman as well. Yeah, I quite like Jason Schwartzman. Mm. He's like sort of like in every film, but like I never realized and I'm yeah. like, oh it's you again. Yeah. yeah. I love him as Ash in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Like it that's me also as a character. No. Have you watched Fight Club? No, I haven't. You need to get on that because okay, I will. Edward Norton's like main in that. Is he? Yeah, it's Edward Norton oh. and Brad Pitt. It's like cinematic classic. Also Edward a fave. Norton doesn't seem like he would fight someone. Just you wait. Oh. It's a really intense film, so you got to like sit down and pay attention. Oh, okay. Um, also, actually, one of my favorite like Hannibal movies besides Signs of the Lambs, mm. one that no one watched apparently, it's called Red Dragon, yeah. and Edward Norton's also main in that, and it's so freaking good. Um, okay, because true crime, I'm a bit yes. for true crime. Oh, yeah. Zodiac is probably one of my, like, I need the to best. Watch it. It's, like, one of the best true crime films. Is that Jake Gyllenhaal? Yep, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, and Robert Downey. Um, hello? What? It's, like, a triple threat in a whole other way. Team. Yeah. And it's it's just so well done. It's also, like, pretty long, but they pay so much, like, attention to detail with, yeah. like, the details of the crime. And it's just so satisfying to watch. Um, okay, I had to put, like, a horror one in there as well because yeah. I love horror so much. Um, it's, like, barely a horror movie, but mm. Scream. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a comedy horror, let's be real. Yeah. But it's so funny and, like, it actually is kind of scary at times because yeah. I would die 100%, like, immediately. But, like, all the Scream films, so good. Would recommend. Mm. So you don't think you'd survive if you were in a slasher film? No. No. I think I could. I think I'd outsmart like them enough and then they'd kill me. Yeah. See, but, like, he always pops out of, like, places you don't expect. But also the thing I like with the Scream Killer is mm. that, like, 
he like makes mistakes and like trips over as much as yeah. the mains do and it's really funny but it's also kind of like real in that way like oh shit it is a real person like it's yeah. not some weird entity although i do love paranormal horror as well mm. but yeah anyways what's the next category tv tv Ooh, golden so age much, of television so much good tv at the moment um <laughs> same okay yeah tv um mind hunter so good. so good i think i finished that in about three days i love it so much i am 20 times smarter now i can oh my use God, right? those big words i feel like now i can catch a serial killer yeah or i could identify one pretty sure my neighbor is a serial killer oh yeah you've told me yeah he keeps playing really loud christmas music in febs <laughs> me and also also what's the song take my breath away is that from mm-hmm. the top gun yeah yeah it keeps playing that don't know why it's a weird song yeah mindhunter is just so good i feel like mindhunter is what criminal minds should have been before it became yeah. like one of those like yeah. cheap cop shows even though i do love criminal minds because of matthew gray got but mindhunter is so good i love it i just all the characters were apart from the girlfriend i hate the girlfriend oh you could probably skip all her scenes i wouldn't even care they they just paid again so much attention to detail i think there was one thing that they got wrong and that was a can of soda that the big red soda they gave one of the serial pills when they were interviewing him someone said um you know those kind of tops weren't used on that soda you know how you get the thing and you flip it down to like drink from Mm -hmm. um they said yeah those weren't on those cans of soda in 1970s somebody's pedantic just like yeah but it's like it's, a minor blip. I know, and I was just like, is the show ruined for me now? No, it's not. <laughs> I just can't believe that someone knew that, but it's just so good. It is. I love my um, son, Holden. I love him. I would die for him. I would die for all of them, except the girlfriend. And yeah. Just, oh. But also my musical theatre child. Yes freaking love him the cases are so interesting the fact that they interview the serial killers yeah as well like it's not just based on like those are the actual transcripts that yeah. they use i'm actually reading um, a book right now and it's really, it good? really good yeah because the guy the people that they get to play the serial killers as well they do such a good job. I, the guy who plays Ed Kemper. Yeah, he was amazing. And have you seen, like, the comparison videos on YouTube from, like, yeah. the real recordings of yeah. the interview and, like, his acting? It's, like... Spot on. Yeah. It's crazy. I love how I was looking at the height and um, the guy who plays Ed Kemper in Mindhunter, 1.96 metres. Mm-hmm. Ed Kemper in real life, 2.06 metres. Holy shit. Yeah, He's Ed not Kemper even was... that tall compared mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. But, like... It's intense. Yeah. It's just watch Mind Hunter, please do it. It's just really, really good. Grace and Frankie. Yeah. It's us. That's us. Us yeah. when we're older. And it's just Frankie. like it's just like a comfort show. I know. Like it's so happy and it's so funny. But it also just makes you think as well and just really appreciate the friendships that you have. Mm-hmm. And I just I love my girls. I love Jane Fonda. I love Lily Tomlin. If anyone knows any other good Lily Tomlin TV shows or movies, please let me know them because I need to know what I'm going to be in a couple of years' time and then mm-hmm. 20 years' time, 30, 40, 50. Grace and Frankie, that's me when I'm 70, 80. Yeah. Hopefully I live that long. I think I will. But 
I just, I love Lily Tomlin. Um, if you want, like, a similar kind of comfort show, I did actually binge um, One Day at a Time. Yes, I need to watch that. It's so good. Mm. It's about a Cuban-American family, and, like, it's just, like, generations because yeah. it's, like, the grandma, the mom, and the daughter. Yeah. And there's, like, LGBT representation, yes. POC representation, and, like, it's just so cute. I need to watch it. I'm just not a huge sitcom person, but I think once I get over yeah. that, I'll really enjoy it. Yeah, I 100% hated the laugh track, but it's fine. You get over it. Mm. The Good Place. Yes. Oh, my God. We talked about this a lot. Mike Shaw is, like, the king of comedy shows because, like, he's got, like, Parks and Rec, The Office, mm. and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, all under yes. his belt. And now The Good Place, like, heck yeah. It It really makes you think, like, now I let people in more when I'm driving my car, like, more than I already was because I'm just, like, got to get those points up. Oh, my gotta God. Got to make sure that I am in the good place. But Eleanor's just really, really relatable for me. Um, just, ugh, damn, she's way too relatable. But then so is Chidi and Tahani. Oh, I'm Tahani. And Jason, yes. Jason is so funny. You know what I was thinking of the other day when I was watching Queer Eye, which I'm going to talk about in a minute? Freaking love Queer Eye. Tan is yeah. Tahani. <gasps> Oh my god, down to the British accent and everything. Yes. Yeah. Right? I, I feel that. Just a good place, so good. Please watch it. Please like me. Iconic favorite TV yeah. show of all time. We've gushed about this one as yes. well. Because yes. it's just it's beautiful. It's done so well. It knows what it is. That's what I feel like a lot of TV shows, especially coming out on Netflix, those new ones that you see a lot, which are like the Netflix originals, mm-hmm. they don't know what they are yet. Mm-hmm. They're just sort of like testing the waters. Yeah, whereas I feel like Mindhunter, that knew what it was. Grace and Frank- Frankie knew what it was. Good Place knows what it is. Yeah. Please Like Me knows exactly what it is. I feel like because like the creators of the show also have like yeah. personal investment into what yeah. they're making. Like Lily and Jane did Grace and Frankie. Mindhunt is based on like a real book and like yeah. David Fincher was in charge. And what was the other one? Please Like Me is like Josh based, Thomas yeah. based around his life. Yeah, and so his mom's yeah. yeah. So like yeah. it's all about caring about what you're making. Yes. Also really recently um, in Feb's Mad as Hell came back on so it's a TV show on ABC and then they repeat it the day after on ABC2. It's mm-hmm. on Wednesdays at 8 or 8.30. Sean McAuliffe. Mm-hmm. It's a satire show, like political satire. Okay. It's done really, really, really well. I'm – I think I'm a pretty political person. Like mm-hmm. I know what I believe in and I, I like seeing, you know, the piss being taken out of – every single politician that's there yeah. except for Penny Wong and Tanya Plibersek. Like, I think those are the only two people that he hasn't really made fun of mm-hmm. at all on that show. But last week when it was Valentine's Day, um, the Valentine's Day episode they did, they did on Barnaby Joyce mm-hmm. and about um, just the whole scandal involving him and it was hilarious. I can't like, deal with him. Neither can I, but just... Just watch it. If you've never seen it before, it's just a really, really good show that just really keeps you up to date and means you don't have to watch or pay attention to the news as much because you kind of just get a rundown of everything that's happened in Canberra the past week, but it's hilarious and it makes you just laugh at the state that this country is in. Our government is pathetic. That's all I'm going to say. It's so good. Just (laughs) watch it. Um, BuzzFeed Unsolved. I know it's not a TV show, but... It's almost a TV show. They have seasons. They do. They have seasons. I just... 
I love it's just them. enjoyable. I love it's my a boys. good time. They have upped. They have upped the true crime production it's, value. Yeah. This yeah, is they like, have like reenactments and shit. The fact that they're getting different directors in each week to um, do the reenactments now is really good. Like Sarah, she did the one, the Isadel woman. Yeah. Isadel woman. Yeah. That was done really, really well. And my it's boys, cool. they do their research. Or oh, Ryan does, and then Shane just sits there. <laughs> Shane sits there and's like, yep. <laughs> it's just, I love it. He's just there to, like, wheeze and react. (laughs) Genuine wheeze. This is a season of genuine wheezes. Oh, quickly, can I add to my favorite song list um, the Hot Dogger thing, the song? No. Please? You cannot. It was so good. The fact that he took the time. He really cares about us, you know. Shane gets it. Not Shaniac, but He wasn't researching, so he might as well have made the song. But the fact that it, just, it was just done so well. Like, we love fan service. I record stuff and I put it on the internet, but it's not half as good as a really <laughs> bad song he wrote for um, an ongoing like bit in like the, the show where he just talks about hot dogs. Like The man knows what he's doing. In this moment, you are Shane and I'm Ryan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Also, Queer Eye. Queer Eye is so fucking I'm good. I'm so glad you watched it. I went on a damn rant on my yep. private Instagram because uh-huh. I was like, everybody's got to watch this show. It is the best. It makes me so happy, especially that they got rid of, like, for the straight guy in the title because yeah. it wasn't just straight guys this season. I know, but they had they had one gay guy on it. I but... related so hard to him. I was oh like, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it because that show... I'm not a huge reality TV person, or when I do watch reality TV, it's The Bachelor and I'm watching it because I need to be angry mm-hmm. at something. But this show is one of the few reality TV shows where it's good. Yeah. And there are no bad guys on the show. It's just exploring, just exploring queerness in all of its forms and our place in the world and just the, the makeovers are so beautiful. It was so and cute. And they're not even, like, they're just giving these people things that they deserve and that they need. Yeah. It's not so much, like, a makeover. It's just a transformation and allowing the people to step into the life that they should have been living the entire time. Yeah, it's, like, not much of, like, a physical transformation. It's more of just, like, giving them the confidence they need to, like... Yeah be the best self yeah and it's so cute like they're just taking what they already have and like just amping it up mm. and the fact that they talk about um you know issues around coming out and their mm-hmm. own personal lives as well and like like you said on your private instagram they aren't just the gay stereotypes yeah as well because i think that was like what put me off from like the original because um i don't know they were just like really like flamboyant gays and i was mm. like that isn't really everyone no and it was just like in a way i felt like they were putting it on for like mm. comedy or whatever yeah and it was kind of like look it's funny because they're so gay mm. but this time around it was like they're real people and yeah it was just so cute and even then i feel like jonathan is pretty like you know he's pretty effeminate mm-hmm. but he's like like he's allowed to be as well he's yeah. not doing it for a show because they're people who are like him and his hair is so good and i love tan france i would take a bullet for that man i would raid his wardrobe if he left me some of it in his will i try to just emulate him now he's just i just want to make them all proud i know oh my god all their tips i'm like 
yes. trying to keep them in mind yes. when I like get yes. ready and stuff. The one thing that I remembered most from that show is spray delay walk away. Honestly. It's a perfume and cologne. If you aren't doing that, do it because it will change your life. It will change you. Also, I need to redecorate my room. Yeah, same, 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 same. <laughs> Needs to represent me as a person. <laughs> what shows have you been getting into these febs? Oh, just recently? I mean, all like all time as well. Okay, well, all time and current is Drag Race. Yes. We're on to All Stars. Oh, they announced season 10 is going to be a week after All Stars finishes. What? And I'm like, that's fine. I can't rest. But <laughs> oh, my God. Drag Race is, like, one of the best shows mm. ever. It's so, like fun to watch everyone is like so funny and like it's just really creative and yeah. such a mood and like so inspirational mm. but it's also hilarious and like <laughs> not to be taken too seriously yeah it's great um all-time favorites breaking bad and like game of thrones are like up mm. there with like the serious favorites but they're yeah. kind of everyone's favorites i've never seen either of them you really should i saw the red wedding i saw that little bit oh that's a terrible way to start off yeah. Because, like, you're not invested in anyone yet. Yeah, I know. This creepy guy who I used to know, he showed it to me. And I was like, this is why I don't want to be your friend. What a terrible person. Why yeah. would they? That's, like, the biggest spoiler ever. I know. I was like... Because it's, like, one of the biggest things that happens. And he like, said to me, are you even going to watch Game of Thrones? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'll get around to it when I'm 30. And then he said, oh, I'll just show you this one bit then. I was like, I don't want to see this. That's a terrible person. Why? I'm... But Breaking Bad, I heard, is very good. Breaking Bad is great. Mm. It's, like, the perfect character study. Yeah. And it's just so good. Brian Cranston, I want him to be my dad. He's in Isle of Dogs. Yeah, yeah, he is. Mm. And he has the most, like, what is the word? Like, satisfying voice to listen to. He should do ASMR. I think he does, like, audiobooks and (gasps) stuff. And I'm like, get me on that. Um, But also, like, Aaron Paul... It was, like, his first big role, and, like, yeah. he breaks my heart. He's amazing. One second, sorry. For films we didn't talk about, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, my God. Or Black Panther. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Call Me By Your Name we've done to death. Watch so it. So I feel like we can, yeah, just be like, watch it and done. Black, Panther, Black Panther? Holy shit. I cried four separate times yeah. in that film. Like, the first couple times, because it was, like, so beautiful, there were, like, a couple deaths that I was, like... Uh, <gasps> what? No, spoilers. I didn't say who. But it's, like, it's a war. Let's be real. True. But, um, and then the end, it was, like, because it was beautiful, but also because, like, I was sad and happy at the same time. It was an emotional roller coaster. But, oh, my God, I should tell you. So I went to um, Parramatta to yeah. go watch it, and... I got there, and it was, like, ten minutes until the movie was about to start, and there was, like, a line, like, out the door, like, near where, you know where Roald is? Like, across the bridge. That is so... To get in. And almost everyone was POC. And, like, I almost cried in line. I was like, this is what happens when you write three-dimensional POC characters. Yes. I was so happy. We need more. Yeah, and everyone was so freaking hype, and then the film started, and I was just, like, blown away. And, like, costume design, world building, like, Wakanda is so pretty. I cannot wait for you to see it. If you want to go watch it again, can we, like... Yes, 100%. I will watch it six more times. And just, like, everyone was so freaking beautiful. And, like, you know, um, who's the main guy? I forgot his name already. Chadwick. 
he's 41. I know. And he looks 20. He looks yeah. younger than I do. And I was so mad when I found out. And we look about eight. So. I know. Oh, my God. Daniel Kalia was so amazing. Was he in it? He's in it. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know he was in it. Michael B. Jordan. I would die for him. He was the villain and I cared when he was, like, crushing people. I was like, woo, but also, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's sort of like the way I felt about Loki. Like, I mm. understood why he was doing what he did. Yeah. It was just, it was just so good. Mm. I'm gonna watch it. We're gonna go watch that. We're gonna go watch it. Yes. Um. Oh my god. Back to the shows. Back to shows. Crazy ex-girlfriend. If I haven't gone on about this enough, and I know you just started, started. which makes me very excited. I just got up to the thanks. I just finished the Thanksgiving episode. Oh my god, the turkey song kills my life. Yes. Yes. (sighs) Okay. There's like really. I feel like in the beginning, there's, like, the disclaimer where it's, like, okay, what she's doing is crazy, but, like, you get into it. You mm-hmm. just got to suspend your disbelief for a little while. Because I tried watching it with my mom, and she was, like, I can't do it. She's so crazy. I'm, like, just wait for it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Rebecca is really relatable mm-hmm. as a character. Especially, like, I'm not going to go and stalk an ex-boyfriend but like you understand her intentions you understand yeah you understand where she's coming from she just wants to be happy i'm pretty sure the theme song just you know spells it all yeah out for you and the theme song changes between seasons i love the theme song it's so good season one i've had it stuck in my head for days now but just the the way that they show her depression and she's just such a good well-rounded character and they all are and i love paula Oh my god, so Paula's much. so good. Paula gets really good songs as well. She? And she's got like I I follow the Instagram page, mm. which is sort of a spoiler, but like they put snippets up of the new song each week. Mm. And she like the season finale was this past week, which I haven't seen yet, but she gets a really hilarious song oh, about yes. pregnancy. Oh my and god. And it's like it's like the the gritty details of pregnancy in a song. Ugh. Like I love that they're not afraid of like gross or like weird topics in songs like they have a song called period sex which wasn't even allowed for like in its full length on the show she put it up on youtube but she like starts snippets and like puts them in and it's just like a great show and i hate that all the best songs are like the most awkward to explain like the one that i've been enjoying recently is um daryl gets a song later um called my sperm is healthy (gasps) yes i remember this song it's the catchiest song in the world and i hate it because i can't sing along to it in public because it's like where did you even get this song from what's the one that you apply me is it rich hot guys oh my god fit hot guys have problems too yeah don't look at us we're not dancing for you i know and they're like sadly stripping and crying that's me whenever i get changed honestly oh it's a big mood. Crazy X. And they do have, like, really good mental health they do. representation and, like, yeah. conversations. And they have heaps of LGBT representation. Yeah. It's just a really good show, guys. And Rachel Bloom's a genius. Yes. I think we can both agree on Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yes. Go off. I, yeah. Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt. And Amy Poehler, I love her. The fact that it's in the same universe as The Good Place. That makes me so happy. It's like Mike Shaw's means, universe. It also means that the devil or the guy from The Bad Place <laughs> modelled himself on Ben, ben Wyatt. Wyatt. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. I, I mean, just think it's a nice concept. I guess Ice Town 
True. Pro- he's he's straight to bad, bad place. place. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also obsessed with Queer Eye, but we've talked yes. about that. And recently I watched um, Broadchurch, which mm-hmm. is really good. It's like a British crime TV show. It's yeah. pretty short, but the mystery is, like, really, really good. Would recommend. And it's got David Tennant. Yes. And he gets to keep his Scottish accent. He sounds so nice. I feel like if you liked Broadchurch, you would definitely like The her, the Night Manager. Yeah, I really wanted to so watch good. that. Please watch. I will. I'll get onto it. Also, all-time favorite, Young Pope. That show was so good. On SBS. So good. I need to watch so it. So good. Okay. Um, let's just talk about some other, like, random, random stuff that stuff. we like. Yeah. Um, favorite place to eat at the moment, the Paper Plane Cafe at Parramatta. I have been there before, It is actually. so good. It's also that um, cafe we went to on Valentine's Day. Yes. Circuit Espresso. So good. I didn't know <laughs> granola tasted good. Yeah. It tastes great. Coconut yogurt. You yeah. got those figs? Yeah, I got figs and like honeycomb and it was just oh so good. So good. Your favorite place to eat? Oh my god. Okay, so there's this cafe in Glebe. It's called mm. Clipper Cafe. Yeah. And it's really close to uni and also really close to my work. So I end up going there a lot. But every single time I've been, I've literally been that more than ten guy. times. It's the same guy who works there, and every single time he's like, "Oh, you're back." And I'm like, "Can you not call can me you, out like this? Can you just give me the food? Just, now? Yeah, just give me the food and stop judging give me. me. Thank food, you. Give me the bill. But he's really nice. Show like, me the door. Yeah, we're friends nice. now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Do you know his name? I think it was like Matt or something. I always he looks like a Daniel. I don't know why. I remember it started with an M. If I'm wrong, then I'm so sorry. I'm sure he doesn't listen to this, so I'm not in trouble. Please, I hope you listen to this. Follow <laughs> us on Instagram. Um, celebrity crushes of the month. Of the month? Yeah. Wait, let me think of about Of the this. month. I mean, you wrote down Yulenhal. Jake Yulenhal. Yeah. Like, he's like an all-time fave. Yeah. Like, I, I would do anything for him. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, consistent in his film choice of, yeah. like, just quality. Mm-hmm. Quality. I know who your monthly crush is. Who? Anthony. <gasps> You're so right. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Oh my god, I was crushing so hard on Anthony Queer Eye. He's beautiful and he's got like that crooked smile thing going on, but he's also like super hot in like the little cutaways of like the title sequences. I'm always like, hey. I, I would die for him. <laughs> he's so cute. I have been crushing super hard on Dylan Galula at the moment. That's like your lifetime fave. Like, yeah, I would take, your vision I'd take, of my a, I'd take a bullet for her. She's hilarious. She's so funny, but she's like that deadpan sarcasm humor mm-hmm. that, you know, it's just it's so refreshing. <laughs> she's so good in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and yeah. Fisco I Love. And she's in that new film coming out called Flower. As I well. haven't heard that. Watch the trailer. It, it looks really, really good. Adam Scott's in that film. He plays a <gasps> creepy teacher. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, they, do like, I want to watch that? Oh, shit. Yes. Okay, I've got to watch this trailer. Really, really I need some good. context. Yeah, I love Dylan Glula at the moment. Current fave. Current fave. I mean... Can I guess? Yeah, you can have a, have a guess. Saoirse? Saoirse Ronan? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. knew it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a couple of models from New York Fashion Week, like Isabella Mamek, I think that is her name. Mm-hmm. She's really, really pretty, really, nice. really, really um, androgynous, good hair, good eyebrows. <laughs> Appreciate that. Saoirse Ronan, again. Saoirse. Saoirse and Anthony. Timothy Chalamet. Oh. Timothy. I'm really gay, but Timothy. You need to Shall watch Ladybird because he's 
unbearable in that film. Is it me? His character is so annoying, but I hate it because it's also me. Yeah. And I'm like, every time he was on screen, I was like, Chevelle, shut the fuck up. But I'm also like, shit. That's I would me say myself. that too. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I coming off so straight this month? Oh, what is this? I know. Same same here. What, what's going I'm on? I just whipped for Anthony. It's fine. Okay. Do you have like a favorite like style icon or like an influencer that you're really into at the moment? Because currently, let me try and think. Try like I save stuff on my Instagram yeah. for like later. I feel like recently it's been Strike Queen Miss Fame. Yes, she's at um, New York Fashion Week because she's like with like Marc yeah. Jacobs. Oh my god, there's this photo that I need to show you. She was styled by Marc Jacobs. Mm. Oh wait, I'm actually like gonna find it. So can we like attach it in the Instagram? Yes. Oh cool. my god, we should like add photos. Like yes, yes, yes. Multiple. Hold on, I'm gonna like yeah, cut this bit out. But I need you to see it. Look at that styling. Damn. I know. It's like, what oh, the fuck? She's beautiful. I know. Oh, so good. Anyways. Okay, cool. Anyways. Um, what I, about your style icon? Of all time, Tavi, Tavi Gevinson. Mm-hmm. I love I her. That she created Rookie. Um, oh, okay. She's she's a really, really cool actor, actress. She got her start with this blog called Style Rookie, mm-hmm. and she was like 11, 12, 13, 14, and she invited front row of all of these major fashion shows, and then she would go and write like brutally honest reviews oh, shit. of all of them, and I love her, and I would die for her. Tan France, obviously, and Hayley Blay. Oh, nice, she's, yeah. Yeah, please check out Hayley Blay. For music, she's my fave. For just good quality content, she's my fave. She's hilarious. I feel like I'm her in her grandma clothes face. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, but but that's it's me, a good like, face. Yeah, it's great. I feel like I'm just her personality. We have the same personality, except she's Canadian. One time... <laughs> that changes her entire personality. Yeah, one time she shared one of my um, covers that I did of one of her songs on oh, her Twitter, and I died, and I got like 500 listens on it. And I was like, Hayley Blay... I see. <laughs> and every now and again, it'll get like 20 listens in a row, and I'll be like, Haley, is that you? Probably. Haley Blow. Um, Her impact. Validate me. Also, check out the Friday Night In podcast. It's really, really good. She has it with Joanna Spicer, who I feel like. Mm. Oh, yeah. Should us. we do podcast faves? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other podcast favorites? This one. This one? Oh, yeah. Would recommend this one, guys. Yeah. Also, some of you wrote, like reviewed our podcast. Like We have three reviews yeah. now, and I was like, oh. oh, guys. So we've got an average rating of five out of five stars. Oh, my gosh. That's so <laughs> good. Thanks at those three people. Thank you, three people. <laughs> what are your other podcast faves? Oh, my God. Okay, so I finished My Favorite Murder, like, for real. Like, mm. I finished all the episodes and all the minisodes, so I'm currently lost a bit. Yeah. But Reply All is, like, a constant fave. Yeah. Um, I'm also up to, up to date, so I have to like wait week by week for new episodes. Oh, it's no. really sad. Um, oh, there's a really good like sleep podcast that I would recommend. Mm. It's so on YouTube, there's this guy called Binging with Babish, and he does like recipes from TV shows and film, yeah. and like he does them like with immense accuracy. Oh like it's gosh. great. Um, but he's done a podcast now called Bedtime with Babish, and he reads stories because he has oh a really nice God. deep voice. I'll show you a snippet after yes, this, but please his do. voice is so nice to listen to. And it's like if you really need to sleep and you can't, you just like chuck on. Like he's done like poems and like The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Damn. It's like really nice. Nice. Would recommend. Nice. 
Speaking of storybooks, do you have any favourite books? Are you a reader? Oh, I used to be, and you know, it's sad I stopped. <laughs> I mean, my favourite book of all time is The Awakening by Kate Chopin. We had mm-hmm. to read it for advanced English when I was in year 12. Oh, yeah. And it just really spoke to me. Like, I just love the characters in it. It's just uh, just so good. Just watch it. Ambiguous ending as well, which I love. Oh, cool. Um, that just reminded me. For extension, I read a book, which I can't remember the name of, but it was by Ursula Le Guin, mm-hmm. and it's, like, sci-fi, but it was about a planet with, um, like, the people had no gender. Oh. And it's really, it's really Damn. interesting. If we find the name of it, we'll... Oh, yeah, I'll write it down somewhere. write it down somewhere. Also really got into Alexa Chung's book, It, again recently. Mm -hmm. I bought it a while ago, but I didn't really pay it too much attention. I just liked the cover, so I bought it. I like the cover too. I I knew it because of the cover, and I was like, oh, it's that one, the pretty one. Yeah, but, like, once you read it, it's just, it's really, it's really good. It's not, like, it's not a story. It's kind of just her reflecting on, like her time as a model and like little things she's learned it's kind of like a diary mm-hmm. i'm really keen to read rowan blanchard's book that came out recently as well i can't oh, yeah. what it's called but i don't really want to watch i mean i really want to read it and also just frankie i love frankie mm-hmm. so much please read that magazine it's real good you have you have a little thing serial oh killers oh, okay so i okay i added this on because i don't know i just think about it a lot but you think about serial killers a lot? I mean, yeah. Like, I listen to true crime podcasts like it's That's nobody's true, yeah, business, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, I do end up thinking about it mm-hmm. a lot. And, like, you have, like, the heavy hitters and you have, like, your faves. Like, the really interesting cases. Like, we have a favorite case. Like, John Bonet is our favorite case. Oh, yeah. And, like, I love the OJ case. And to say favorite serial killer is a bit problematic yeah i don't like them as people i like the cases around them because they're interesting mm. to read about do you have a favorite favorite serial killer i like the way that they portrayed edmund kemper mm-hmm. in my Hunter. i just feel like if he wasn't a serial killer i feel like he'd be a pretty funny guy to hang out with yeah for sure if he didn't murder people, if he didn't have, like, an insatiable bloodlust and he wasn't, you know, disgusting, I feel like, yeah, I could grab a beer with Ed Kemper. Yeah, there are some, like, serial killers who were, like, decent people, like, pretended to be. Yeah. Like, in their spare time. Mm. But it's also like, oh, there's something yeah. wrong with you mentally. Yeah. Please seek help. Yeah. I like Edmund Kemper as well. I think his case is really funny. Yeah. Just because he was so smart. Like, his intelligence was, like, through the roof. Yeah. But his paranoia got the best of him. And I'm like... Same. Same. Honestly. <laughs> but basically, if you didn't know, he killed young girls, basically. Mm. He was also called the co-ed killer because he would go on to... Yeah, he would go onto college campuses. And, like, it rooted from his problems with his mom. And when he had to move back in, he, like... It was, like, too much for him. <laughs> so he basically planned to kill his mom... But he bought a gun, and then it put him on, like, the checklist for the police because they wanted to do background checks Uh, on people buying firearms. And But he was friends with a lot of the police people because he really wanted to be a policeman, but he was too tall, so he wasn't allowed to be. So instead, he became friends with lots of policemen. Is that, like, a fucking demon? (laughs) You know what? I don't know. BuzzFeed Unsolved. Analyze that. (laughs) Ugh. 
Anyways, he became friends with lots of policemen, and when they went to the background check, they realized it was him, and they were like, oh, it's chill. It's Ed Kemper. But then they looked it up, and they realized he had killed his grandparents when he was young and had that on his file, but they were like, it's okay. We trust Ed Kemper because he's just big Ed, you just know? Just a guy. But because they checked on him, he freaked out and thought they were onto him, so he did the deed, killed his mom. And then invited her best friend over and killed her too oh. to make it look like a break-in murder. Nice. And then, that's smart, though. No, that's mean, actually sort of, smart. Except for the fact that he sort of played around with his mom's body, so yeah. it made it a bit more obvious that it was him. But he got in his car and drove for, like, three days, like, states away because he thought the police were on his tail. They were right after him. And they weren't even looking for him. They didn't even realize his mom was dead. Until he called, reported it in, and then they had to come pick him up three states away and bring him back. It's hilarious. So he got himself Not the killing or the murder, but just the fact that he was so paranoid. I know. I'm like, dude. God. He could have gotten away with it, though, honestly. I know. And it's just, like, so smart, yet so Mm. dumb. Um, Another one that's really interesting, which I'm probably sure you don't know about because you didn't know about Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know about a lot of true crime stuff, but I'm learning. I'm getting You gotta do, start with the heavy hitters. They're pretty easy. Okay, send me a list, please. I will. But John Wayne Gacy, you probably know him as like the clown killer. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you were telling me about this guy when um, we were on the Canberra road trip and we were like getting ready for bed and you were just like, hey. Hey, you want to hear about this crazy dude? And I was like, poof, yeah, I'm about to go to sleep. Yeah, go off. But basically, yeah, he killed a lot of, like, young boys Uh, and buried them in his crawl space. So they were all in his house. And there's, like, this really famous photo. Is that him? (laughs) That's him. There's this really famous photo of, like, the crime scene when they um, search his house. And it's, like, under his house. And there are all these, like, little flags Uh, to mark where the bodies are found. It's crazy. But yeah, he dressed up as a clown. That's why he's infamous for that. Anything um, else? Some final faves, like current faves final, that you're thinking about. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Final current faves. The Maura Murray disappearance. I'm really getting into at the moment, like researching that. Mm-hmm. Just when I'm stressed out and I'm just like, why not make it more so? Why not? <laughs> I would creep myself We up. talked about it a little bit in the conspiracy theory episode. We just mm-hmm. did with Jack, but... Yeah, it's just a really interesting case. Everyone should just go look at it. Um, curtain bangs. Yes. I got bangs. Woo, they look so good. I did. Welcome to the bang fam. Thank you. Um, they're like longer, kind of like the Bridget Bardowie mm-hmm. almost, except I, I curl mine a little bit and then I like, I zhoosh them awesome. out. Yeah. Um, and she, the girl who cut my hair, she's an angel. Danielle, you did a good job. She um, cut them in the middle, but I part my hair to the side because I look, I look ridiculous with my hair parted in the middle. I don't, I can't take myself seriously. Also, quickly, um, end of the fucking world. Oh, Great yeah. show. That's a good show. Good show. That's also a current favorite. Slightly disappointed mine. with the ending, but what yeah. else? What What are your current faves at the moment? Um, so conspiracies again because like yes. we had to research them for the episode mm. with Jack and. I don't know. Just, just rekindled got, your just love. Just got way into it. Yeah. <laughs> just went too deep. Yeah. And it's just been fun, you yeah. know? Just, like, doing our own research. Like, it's fun when someone tells you about, like, everything, yeah. but it's nice to, like, go through all the twists and turns by yourself. Yeah. And it just gets intense. And, you like, I love when you research conspiracy theories and you find all these, like, shitty websites, like yeah. HTML, oh like, my gosh, Word yes. Art. This site could be hacked. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, jeez. Also... 
So the other day I was watching Drag Race. It was on Viceland because they started oh, um, have they? airing old <gasps> seasons. So like we I'm get them on our actual it. TV. What? They're on Sunday nights, by the way. Oh, I'm gonna start watching. And um, and I watched Dragula for the first time, oh, which really? is like, um, so there are these two drag queens called the Belay Brothers, mm-hmm. and they have their own version of it's sort of like Drag Race, but it's like scary and like. It's basically, like, look as gruesome as you can based on the challenge. Damn. And instead of lip sync for your life, they have extermination. And the bottom have to go through, like, crazy, crazy, crazy. Like, it's, like, fear factor challenges. Damn. So, like, the one that I watched, they had, like, needles put in them. And then the no. other one, they had to do, like, a shootout with paintballs. No. And it's it's so intense and scary. But, like, the alternative drag scene is so creative and like amazing yeah. i need to show you one of my favorites her name was apora mm. her looks are like intense and crazy and just so creative and yeah it's just inspiration and it's like a completely different type of drag than drag race yeah so it's nice to see like different yeah. parts of the same subculture yeah nice yeah that kind of wraps this episode up yeah if there is anything that any of our listeners think that we should check out going into March. Hit us up. What Ooh. the hell? Please tell me that's the fire alarm or something's on fire. It sounds like a school bell. And um, as, as the bell rings, um, that concludes that concludes the episode. Yeah, that's it, I guess. Just, yeah, let us know what you're enjoying. What should we check out? Please give me a list of no, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin movies because mm-hmm. I have nothing to do anymore. And tell us what you think if you check out any of the things that we mentioned. Yeah. Because we'd love to know your thoughts. Yeah, we would. But cool. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.